Hey, world! Welcome to episode eight of the Postal World with our special guest, so near and dear to my heart, Kiara Rhodes. Hi. Here I come. 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 Still ain't got a hundred bands. Still gonna wrap some circles around these niggas about to run a man. So, Key, tell us, what are you wearing? Okay, so today I wore something that I feel like would be very light and pretty because that's the vibes that the poster girl gives me. Okay. It gives very much feminine. So that was like, I'm going to do something light and cute. So I'm wearing this white. It's not a button up. I don't know what I would call it, but it gives button up vibes, but it's not a button up. It does. It and I have on silver accessories. Mm -hmm necklace, mm -hmm. bracelet, rings, mm -hmm. and I have a cute little denim mini skirt with the metallic the boots because these are in right now. Exactly. Um, we stay on trend, okay? okay. <laughs> um, some silver shades. It's giving very much space girl. It's giving out of this world. Out of this so world. You yeah. Okay. Something simple and cute today. Love that. Mm -hmm. Period. Tell us about your background as an athlete. Oh, Lord. So my background as he got a long athlete. background, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny because, yes, I am a well-known track athlete in Memphis. Mm -hmm. um, but when I started, I was actually a cheerleader. So I started cheerleading, and I transferred to another school. I'm going to try not to make it long. I transferred to another middle school, and I transferred in the middle of the year. And so basically, I was trying to get on the cheer team. And at that point in time of the year, it was like, they was already done with tryouts. They mm -hmm. did tryouts last year. And so I was like, okay, so what's left? Like, I need mm -hmm. to stay active. And they was like, oh, the track team. Y'all, I didn't even know what track was. I'm like, the track team? What is that? That sounds very much ghetto, but <laughs> we gonna try it. So I remember I got out there and I did tryouts. I mean, I'm dusting everybody left to right. And I was like, wait, I, I kind of like this sport. I'm like, what it is? I think I like oh, this. Okay. So that was like, I was uh, like 11. That was my seventh grade. Seventh grade year, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, very like up until then, like I just kept running track all through college, high school, middle school, all of that. When I say the whole city, QR roads. Yeah. QR roads. Yeah, it started very like in an unorthodox way, mm -hmm. but I guess it, it led to some good stuff. So yeah. It did lead. Very proud yeah. of you. Love that. Love mm -hmm. that. Okay, so going into fashion, tell us what does fashion mean to you? Um. Fashion means to me, like expressing yourself basically, expressing how you feel within a certain day. You can change your outfits throughout the day. So maybe you feel this way in the morning, but tonight I'm feeling like this. You know, I'm going here, so I'm gonna change that. But fashion, I feel like you just expressing how you feel, I guess, yeah, like how you feel. Um, Cause I like I know when I get in my moods, like when I'm tired, I'm feeling lazy, I'm gonna throw on some sweatpants, I'm not feeling my hair. We finna roll out. Okay. But there's days I'm like, I'm feeling very much bad today. Okay. I'm finna act That's bad tonight. Do with CD's hilt. So we gonna okay. do a little mini skirt action <laughs> with the heel combo. With the heel combo. And I'm gonna beat my face down. <laughs> and we gonna get it rolling tonight. I know this right. So yeah, I feel like fashion is really based off like how you feel, your emotions. This day, that day, whatever you wanna call it. Love that, love yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. Because we're... <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm on the poster girl. She knows. Oh, baby, we get shit up in here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, so tell us, how do you like the show up to meets fashion wise? How do I like to show up to meets fashion wise? Every time I go to a meet, 
Nails gotta be done. Okay. Cause I'm putting my hand down on that line. And which y'all gonna, gonna see. see these nails. <laughs> You're gonna see. If I lose, at least you gonna see these nails. <laughs> so I always have my nails and toes done. I show up to meet my nails and toes done. Um, I usually would coordinate my nails to the uniform, so I always do like That's white, cute. orange, or lady ball blue. I like whenever that. I would compete. Yeah. Um. Always gotta have my lashes done. Always gotta have my hair done. Mm -hmm. um, running track is not that much you can do with uniforms, mm -hmm. just due to the fact that you gotta be like uniform on the track. Mm -hmm. So especially with schools, like you gotta wear that school uniform. Mm -hmm. What I try to do the most, just because like I didn't run professionally, I don't run professionally. I ran in college, mm -hmm. so like professionally you can you know spice it up a little bit, but in college you can't spice it up that much because you have guidelines you have to follow. Mm -hmm. So what I would used to do just to get past those guidelines a little bit, I used to roll my uniform up yeah. so we could show my belly button piercing off. <laughs> like we were making this a little crop top so we could try to make it cute. Like mm -hmm. that's what I do fashion wise to try to show off. I just always have my nails and hair and stuff done because I know I couldn't do too much on the track, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. That's what I hated about Memphis is our track uniforms, one, I don't know what was wrong with ours, <laughs> but we had a uniform um, <laughs> slick. Like they were so daggy. Like, were they? Yes, bro. They were so baggy. Like, it was barely anything we could do. I literally cut mine down the sides and, like, sewed it up. Like, Love that. I cut some pieces off of Love that, that and sewed that up. Because, bro, I, mm -mm. Yeah. they were so baggy. Mm -hmm. But that's so true. Like, it, we look like yeah, it. Like, we make it a little crop top, flip it up. Yeah. Some, bunnies, some girls, they would even put the little, what do you call it, waist The waist beads. Oh, yeah. I, I love when the jumpers would put the waist beads on. Those are so on. cute. Don't be putting no waist beads on if you're not jumping far. So I'm set. All right. Don't set yourself up like that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So tell us, do you agree with like how an athlete shows up to their game or a meet day? Um, it plays a part in their sports performance mentally. Oh yeah, 100. percent um, I didn't really speak on this, but I guess I'll speak on it now. Um, I think when I was not, I think I know that when I was in Tennessee running, mm -hmm. I was in a um, better like me space mentally on the track and off the track. Mm -hmm. So I always showed up, like I said earlier, like nails done, hair done, like everything. And then when I got to Baylor, it was just a little shift. I mm -hmm. think it was because I moved away from home mm -hmm. and I had like a lot of space and distance from my friends and family. I didn't show up that much. Like I wasn't mm -hmm. putting as much effort into my uh, race day looks and stuff like that. So I do think um, how you dress um, affects you mentally. Guess I guess like that plays, not I guess, it does play a, mm -hmm. a part, like hand in hand, how mm -hmm. you feel is how you're gonna put yourself out there. Most definitely. Yeah, I, I do agree. think so. Okay, so what's something you always, well you already said like your nails, your um, lashes, mm -hmm. what's something else that you know you always have? Like it don't even have to be track, like fashion related. What's the one thing that you always have for track meet? One thing that I always have for a track meet Okay, y'all, I did the most high, so I had a, I had to have a lot of stuff. <laughs> One thing that I know that I'm going to always have, and this is so bad, given the fact that I run and I should be focusing on running things, but baby, I always got to have that lip gloss. <laughs> My lips, because okay. let me tell y'all why. It's the theory behind it. For real. So I did the hurdles, so I'm jumping over the hurdles. Mm -hmm. High jump, jumping in the air. Long jump, jumping uh, in the air. All the air. 200, yeah. sprinting. So through all of that, lips cannot be ashy, especially at a championship meet. SECs gonna be on the camera. Yeah, no, running the 800 with ash cracked lips. Then you're already dying in the face. I could never. So I always, always like, always gotta have like before I get in the blocks, I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm putting my tiger bomb on, loosen my muscles up. Let me we get used that to lip gloss combo. Oh my god. Yes, I'm like, let me get the lip gloss combo because I always, always gotta have my lip gloss, like always, y'all. Holy grail. Mm -hmm. 100. Mm -hmm. The ear trying to take it away from me. Hey, you like water. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
everything yeah. it could be practice like yeah. i was dying no so. let me tell y'all she will give you two good two about three good all out really two really one to be honest no, when you get one three. all out baby after that yeah once we get to the end i'm done maya's on that ground i'm for hours like literally i would stay there to the end of practice like everybody so like let's go, go get maya off the ground <laughs> get, let's get maya get her off the ground coach yeah. mike just leave yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely give you. It was so bad. Oh my gosh. So oftentimes, um, in the NBA, WNBA, NFL, mm-hmm. like other places, athletes show up for their game in different fashion trends that mm-hmm. reflect their personality or game day mode. So, do you feel the NCAA should allow athletes to um, do the same as far as showing up how they want to show up? Yes, one hundred percent. So. Um, I graduated 2021. It's now 2023. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows, like, as far as, like, everything, like, trends, Mm -hmm. news, like, everything is shifted. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of things nowadays are becoming more mainstream and acceptable. And so, like, I remember back in 2021, the girls, the track girls, we had a photo shoot day. And we literally just were posing in our uniforms in a, at the complex. That's what we'll call it, in the complex. Mm -hmm. It's basically where we practice and everything. And girls got pulled to the side and they were saying like, hey, like y'all need to take those pictures down because you got your shirts rolled up and you posing in the uniform, you're not in the meet. That's wild. And like fast forward to now, we got girls on the team that's doing uh, TikToks, like in all types of Tennessee Mm -hmm. gear, but also with like some Jordans or some dunks on, you know what I mean? Just Mm -hmm. spicing up the uniform and stuff. When I was still in school, like it was like known that you shouldn't be going outside of what your uniform yep. is what they tell you how you need to wear what your mm-hmm. coach say everybody is one but now like people will show up to the um bus and like you know different outfits they'll put af- they outfits on mm-hmm. some people have like the sports gear on mm-hmm. so i do think so because i feel like when you feel good when you look i mean when you look good you feel good especially when it comes to competing mm-hmm. i do think so yeah 100 mm-hmm. that's a good point because i feel like like you said when you look good you feel good you perform mm-hmm. good so why would i not want to show up show Okay. I had a uniform on at the end of the day. If it's spiced up, it's spiced up. Okay. That's what I do like. I think the NIL is starting mm-hmm. to pull out more individuality within like Most of. Most of. And they get the benefit from it. Cause, mm-hmm. like, they benefit from it. We used to be like, like, um, Maya made a good point earlier. She said, when we went out to eat when we was in school, it was like, if someone wants to offer you free food or like anything like that, you can't mm-hmm. take you can't it. Because it. it's like, they're bribing you basically. Like, but no. now it's like, now it's, you can get the whole restaurant free for like get a whole endorsement mm-hmm. from the whole restaurant. So I feel good. like a long for a long time they robbed us. Mm-hmm. Like they literally Most robbed us that. because it's like some athletes are on the pool, some mm-hmm. athletes on nothing, some athletes on walk on walk mm-hmm. ons. You telling me my talent, the reason why I'm here, I can't use that to the best of my ability. Especially when y'all they're making are, y'all money. Yeah, y'all profiting off me. Let me profit off of myself. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm so happy for these athletes nowadays. They're able to act well, not act how they want to act on social media, but they can actually um, express, express themselves. Yeah. Like you don't have to be like, let me not post this because SEC officials may see this or my mm-hmm. coach may not see this. You can like actually post what you want to post mm-hmm. with the content so you can put yourself out there Most for it. brands to see you. Most so it. yeah, I love that. The new NIL deal is happening. What mm-hmm. ways do you feel like um, this means for athletes as far as like personal branding? Personal branding, okay. Mm-hmm. I know y'all seen, everybody has saw this crazy come up, right? Yeah. Angel Reese, mm-hmm. she won, well not she, LSU women's basketball mm-hmm. team, they won the national championship. You know, every, all eyes were on them. And mm-hmm. she got so many deals, like, on the spot. Mm-hmm. And all those deals led to her being seen by different artists. Mm-hmm. Like, I think she... She was in Mulatto's video, too. She was in Mulatto's video, mm-hmm. like, 
literally two years ago, you cannot do that. Like mm -hmm. that was seen as, oh, she's, she's doing too much. Mm -hmm. She's being flashy. But now it's like they're profiting off that. Mm -hmm. It's normal. And I love that, especially for women, because for a long time in sports, we've been put, put down. We've been told that we weren't allowed to do this, do mm -hmm. that, express ourselves, compete. And it's like looking back from 50 years ago to now, like we're able to express no, ourselves. We're able to compete. We're able to put those, ourselves out there. And now I feel like with the NIL deals, women are kind of profiting more off of it, I feel uh, like, mm -hmm. than the men. Because like everybody wants to see a good looking young woman, mm -hmm. you know, like athletic woman. They want to see that. That's what people love, men and women, mm -hmm. um, children. Everybody loves that. Yeah. And I'm very glad for like, well, the college kids because like with pro athletes some mm -hmm. now some college kids are making more than people mm -hmm. in professional aspects of that yeah. sport so i feel like that just really like shows how much the actual professional sport should mm -hmm. make differences as well as the colleges mm -hmm. so it's really that's something an, that they should think about. That's another thing I thought about. Mm -hmm. I feel like also whenever you're able to profit off the NIL deals and everything, mm -hmm. I feel like that helps you with the transition of mm -hmm. coming out of being a student athlete. Because I don't know if you had to deal with it personally, but me, when I came out of that transition of being a student athlete, I kind of was lost for a mm -hmm. period because ever since I was 11 years old, this is all you had I the know. same routine. Like the, the same time. routine. Mm -hmm. I know that I'm going to go to a meet. I know that I'm getting this check at, at, this, mm -hmm. uh, at this time of the month. And it's like, once you got the extra money rolling in, you can put it in your savings. Mm -hmm. Like, once you get out of college, you don't have to immediately, I need this plan, I got to work, I got to go back to my master's and program. And it hits you as soon as you yeah. graduate. Yeah, like you got something to fall back on, not just financially, but also the connections that you make, which are NIL deals. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I really love that. It's setting, like, I feel like we're actually setting ourselves up instead of, okay, university done with you, you done with your eligibility, now it's time for the real world. That makes sense. Yeah. So speaking of connections, what connections do you feel like Track has been able to connect, well, bring you? Or like what networking has Track been able to be, uh, bless you? Um, what do I feel like Track has blessed me with as far as like connections and networking-wise? Mm -hmm. Well, I do know it's funny because the first, like one of my first like real jobs that I got um, was working for the SEC Network mm -hmm. at Tennessee for VFL Films. And I remember when I was, so like basically my first job, you had to go down there, you had to do an interview. I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying this or not, but long story short, like I didn't really have to do an interview because they was like, oh yeah, you're key. You run on the track team. Of course you can work with us. They love athletes. Yeah, they, they was like, of course you can work, athletes. you can work with us. Like we'll work with your schedule. Mm -hmm. So it's like just having that connection. Well, we well, yeah, the connection of them knowing that I was on a track team. Mm -hmm. They know that I'm going to be a hard worker whenever I come down there. Like, yeah, you don't even have to interview. Like, come on, work with SEC Network, work with fall mm -hmm. for life so that was my very first like real connection I was like wow like mm -hmm. this is a job that I really want to do like I'm working with sports I'm working with other athletes um, so that connection allowed me to have my very first communications job mm -hmm. and I got like two and a half years experience and it was like the best experience I could ever gain mm -hmm. like working you made a good point. They wanted you for based off your hard work as an athlete. And a mm -hmm. lot of times in college, being an athlete, you have teachers who despise athletes. Literally. Because they think that you don't work hard or you don't have, like, dedication as other students. But really, sometimes, well, most times, I feel like athletes probably have more discipline and hard work than yes, um, other 100%. students. 100%. Yeah, because it's like we got morning weights, mm -hmm. 5 in the morning. Time management. Time management. Mm -hmm. Then you turn around, you have classes. Mm -hmm. Then you turn around, you got another practice. You mm -hmm. got to actually run. Mm -hmm. And then you turn around, you got to go to study hall or whatever they have in your schedule for you to do to make sure you maintain your grades. Mm -hmm. Then you got to go study. Yeah. Do your homework. Do your projects. Mm -hmm. Do your papers. And have it in and on get time. It, and you got to turn around. Mm -hmm. And you also got to go to, um, what do you hall. call it? Not even study hall. You got to do, what is it? 
job tutoring. They you get your, your body back together. Oh, yeah. rehab. Oh, rehab. Yeah. Yeah, you got to do rehab. You got to get yourself together. Like, it's so much stuff you have to do within a day. Mm-hmm. So it's like, athletes, like, we don't get to yeah, relax. It's never, ever a time when I'm like, yeah, I'm relaxing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm cool with it. No. And like, that goes for NIOs, so too. Because yeah. a lot of a lot of students were mad when it first like came out mm-hmm. that um, athletes were now being able to be paid for mm-hmm. being an athlete. When in really, you have to think about it, athletes are making the schools a lot of money Literally, as right. opposed to like okay, you're like academic wise. I don't really know how that works as far as like bringing mm-hmm. in. It's money, usually like but, the re- like if you have a, a good research institute, yeah. they bring in exactly. Money too. But sports are always trump that exactly because even with that, that's a small percentage with research. Mm-hmm. But sports, they're literally going to bring in millions, millions guaranteed. of dollars, mm-hmm. like four hundred dollars for one seat, and it's twenty thousand mm-hmm. seats in foot- football. Not twenty thousand, but you know what I mean. Like yeah, it probably more. True. You know how many seats? Four hundred per seat. Mm-hmm. And let's not forget about the athlete within this. That one athlete. Like in Tennessee, Christian mm-hmm. Coleman. You know how, how, ah. how many eyes is on Christian? Mm-hmm. It's the like whole a world, athlete. literally. The whole like people world. came out. Like people came out to see him. Mm-hmm. They bought tickets for our homies to come and see him. And that's just track. Mm-hmm. You know the little track um, notoriety the track gets. Mm-hmm. Imagine football and basketball and baseball. Yep. So yeah. Especially when they got like some clout behind them mm-hmm. or like some brand love behind that. Them. They do. They love that. Love it. <laughs> eat it right up. They eat it right up. Oh yeah. my gosh. Shakira Richardson is often highlighted um, in her performance for her uniforms or like mm-hmm. the fishnet uniforms or Flojo with her uniforms and nails or like Dennis Rodman with his leopard hair. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like there's a limit to where athletes can go, especially we're going to say specifically in college? Um, is there a limit to how much they can express themselves outside of their uniform before uh, people start to be like, whoa, wait a minute? Yeah, uh, 100% in college and i say that because at the end of the day in college you are still like running for a team you're mm-hmm. not running professionally by yourself like you're representing the organization you're mm-hmm. representing the school so while i do believe there should be individual that individuality within um different not different but within like um athletes and players how they express themselves whether it's on the track on the um field mm-hmm. i do think that there's some limits like I feel like, I personally feel like a football player should not be going out on the field with like purple, pink, green, mm-hmm. and, you know, like yeah. rainbow hair if you're on a college team because, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I guess they have that, wait, let me take that back. I guess they have their helmets on, but it's mm-hmm. like some something absurd. I feel like you shouldn't do yeah. it because you you still represent a university. Mm-hmm. Like people are uh, looking at a college team, not mm-hmm. a professional team. Exactly. So, um, yeah. Compared to professional-wise, how would you? What do you feel like it's a limit for professionals? I also feel like that depends on the sport as well, because mm-hmm. like when it comes to track, we're singular, like it's us. Mm-hmm. It's you in that lane, and you mm-hmm. representing yourself. You're mm-hmm. not representing a team, like a professional team. And like boxing, mm-hmm. you represent it like it's literally y'all two. Mm-hmm. So I really feel like it wouldn't get as much backlash as yeah. somebody that's on a basketball team. Like okay. look at him on the court with this and everybody else is like that where it's like if you boxing against one person they're like oh that's like that's cool that's dope like he's doing this he's showcasing that and that's because it's just him mm-hmm. you know what i mean like no, you're not, not representing nobody else but you mm-hmm. so i feel like it depends on the the sport the university mm-hmm. and, and the person or the athlete i say mm-hmm. yeah. that makes perfect sense because even with basketball like say for instance picturing it now that you said it you literally have like your team of seven i think it's seven your team of seven, like, what, from football? your team for basketball, is it about five. seven people at a time? Five. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
you got your number of people. You do. And then you have like your opposite number of people. And mm -hmm. then like it kind of, you don't look at individual people mm -hmm. with basketball. I feel like you kind of look at the team, the team or the team mm -hmm. is doing. So it does point out. Or yeah, like if you got somebody out. with like booty butt shorts on, mm -hmm. the, on the basketball, I mean on the court, and then everybody else shorts down here. That's like, very noticeable. Yeah. What they doing? Yeah. You know, like yeah, it makes sense. It's different. Most of I think. Well, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know. So, what is something you go through a lot of hardships being an athlete, or just in life in general? Mm -hmm. What has motivated you to just keep going? As far as like, you can start with track and then you can go into life. Um, what has motivated me to keep going in track? Honestly, what motivated me like in school and everything, college, university, running track. What motivated me the most was honestly just making my parents happy. Mm -hmm. Like them coming all the way out to travel to my meets. Mm -hmm. I just wanted them to see me do do good. And like you sent me out and mm -hmm. like, look what I'm doing. Like mm -hmm. I'm making you proud. Yeah. That's what uh, kept me going. But it's like now since I'm done running and I'm focusing on um, emerging into like the professional world mm -hmm. and getting a professional job and things like that. What motivates me the most is just Looking in the future, I'm not even gonna lie, y'all. Looking in the future and seeing myself in my nice luxury apartment, lighting a candle. We literally talk about this all the time. With my robe <laughs> on, with my feet kicked up, and a glass of wine. We got expensive taste, baby. Power season okay. five. Okay. Play. That's what motivates me. Feet like, kicked up. Okay. I'm a very, like, in this day and age, I feel like a lot of women, I don't know if I should talk about this. Girl, you can, but I feel like a lot of women won't. I, my man, like I need my man to do this. I need him to pay for that. I need him to pay for that. Me, oh, actually, you can't rely on that. I'm very mm -hmm. like, like I'm an individual. Like I get it mm -hmm. on my own. Like mm -hmm. I've always been like that. I, I never needed to be like I need a man to do this. No, mm -hmm. I want to do this. This is my space. This is mine. I'm have it regardless. Okay, regardless. Because <laughs> I do, I do have very expensive taste. Buying we things do. that I should we not. We really do. Like it's bad. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> if I, bro, I don't even know if I have a video. We had a video of like. It was like, oh, one yeah. thing about it, we gon' buy it. We gon' buy we ain't it. got it. Cause the money gon' come back. The money back. gon' come back. In tenfold. Buy it. Buy like it's gonna it. come back. There's no way you can stay on this earth and not get some more money. Buy it. I'm telling okay. you. If you debating on the purchase, buy it. You want, cause that check gon' roll. The back. check gon' come back. Check. Don't know from and where. even if it's not a check, it's going to Some's come. Gonna You're come not back. gonna stay broke. I okay. <laughs> so yeah, just having my own and just relaxing, like living life, mm -hmm. experiencing everything that I want to experience, that, that keeps me motivated. Cause like being back in Memphis, like I look around me and it's mm -hmm. like so many people that's been in the same spot ever since I was a child. No and like being able to get the experience to go to college mm -hmm. and see different like people that come from all over the world. Like mm -hmm. it just motivates me to be like, I want to experience this. I want to go there. I want to be, go there. I want to do this. Like, so I just want to have a good life. That's I want to set myself up and my future up for something good. That's so that's it. what motivates me now. Instead of my parents from the past. <laughs> they still motivate me, Baby. but it's a little different. No, you made a good point. Like track or sports in general give you the opportunity to experience different cultures and different mm -hmm. places because mm -hmm. you travel so much when travel. you're going to your games mm -hmm. and meet. So that's one thing I always like loved about the sport mm -hmm. um, and just running. Like even when we was in middle school, like going to Junior Olympics in Virginia mm -hmm. and Florida and all these other places, you get the opportunity to just get out of your city and really experience yeah. other people and other cultures. Mm -hmm. So that's always one thing that I love for athletes to be mm -hmm. able to do. And even like in programs in general, like not even yeah. just program, I mean, not even just athletes, like they could be like doing a regular program mm -hmm. or like after school program, mm -hmm. whatever. Anything 
that you have the opportunity to do outside of your norm mm-hmm. but like that gives you the opportunity to network yeah, so literally. important that's exactly. what college is really college yeah. is all of it's strictly like it's a yeah, game of networking mm-hmm. i feel like the academics part probably just extra but yeah, it's, it's very a much big extra. social game <laughs> It's very much extra. Yeah, like being an athlete. But, (laughs) like, it's a a huge social... The world is literally just a huge social network game. Yeah. Most of... Like, it's it's crazy. It's like, you can go to college for four years Mm -hmm. with a specific major to learn about this. Mm -hmm. But somebody could get get on the ground running in high school and Mm -hmm. get all those four years of experience. Most of... They got... I know, well, yeah, they do. They have like a, a leverage on you because Most they time. have the experience and you just have the education. And that's what jobs want. They want you to have experience. Mm-hmm. They barely even care about your degree. Like, um, I went to college for four years. You mean to tell me you, mm-hmm. you're not going to... Exactly. Like, they just want to see what... Like, what have you done? That's yeah. all I want to know. Well, and that's I, so crazy. I've been in college. So exactly. Like, and that's what's so crazy. nobody will take me. No, literally, nobody like, the cycle is bad. <laughs> Like, I promise, like, I'll catch on easily. Like, I went to school. No, I learned real. about it. I learned. Come on now. The cycle is so bad. Like, yeah. you want, you want like, experience. You can't get the experience unless mm-hmm. you give me the opportunity to have the experience. Mm-hmm. But you also want me to have the educational mm-hmm. background. Well, that's why I don't have the experience. Because I've been I getting the educational, educational background. background. The world is just you so You can't crazy. have your cake and eat it, too. Most like, y'all got to work with me because I'm working with you. Most of So, like, yeah. I was gonna go into a rant about like not going to college or like going to college, but we ain't gonna do that today. We gonna save it for another episode. Please say that because I could go on and on and on because, because I see really, both sides. Like I definitely see both sides. Real, mm-hmm. At this point, I'm gonna just say I don't even think my degree means means and to the world. That's like, what it feels like now. My my athlete status does more for me than my exactly. actual degree. Exactly, and that's so crazy. Like the best job that mm-hmm. I ever got literally is because I was Based an athlete. athlete. Most my degree most deaf so. and it's really sad like it works out like that but that's literally the reality of it because mm-hmm. you got to think about it being an athlete that's what they consider our experience because mm-hmm. we literally we have to do so much and we have mm-hmm. to experience so much so that's what that's what they took yeah sorry but yeah <laughs> well, thank god i was an athlete no maybe i don't know what i would have done no for real i probably i don't know yeah I don't and that's just me it. being me like my sister is different. Like, my sister, for example, she's, like, she's set strong like, what she wants to do because mm-hmm. she doesn't do sports. So she knows, like, I mm-hmm. like this, I don't like this, well, I'm going to do this. So mm-hmm. I feel like it kind of balances between, like, yeah. athletes because we, like, have, we've been, pro- not programmed, but, like, this how our mind is conditioned mm-hmm. to, like, know our sport and our sport specifically because mm-hmm. that's what it takes to be an athlete. Mm-hmm. And then you have other people who aren't athletes and they're able to focus and process mm-hmm. on different things. Play so by that time, energy. exactly. Mm-hmm. So they kind of have a way to figure out what they like and dislike because mm-hmm. they have all that time to do yeah, it. Yeah, so. that does. Yeah, that's a good point because, like, being a track athlete this year round, but even just any other athlete in general mm-hmm. in college, you think that we can go study abroad? Right. Like, that's out the equation you can't do Absolutely. that because you're missing meets you're mm-hmm. missing games you're missing practice time but this reg- regular student mm-hmm. like um but they can do that they can get that experience studying mm-hmm. abroad doing internships mm-hmm. out the country or three miles away i mean 10 miles away from campus mm-hmm. back and forth every day like they can do that because they have the time okay. so yeah that does make sense what you said a lot of sense mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like it definitely has its pros and cons so what advice would you have for someone who is an athlete right now and what advice would you have for them transitioning from being an athlete going into the real world okay so the advice this is just based off my personal experience mm-hmm. the advice that i have for somebody that's like an athlete right now i think that is very important while where you're putting most of your time is is perfecting your craft, perfecting mm-hmm. your sport. 
I think that it's very important to look up who's the best in your state, mm -hmm. in the city, and attain those numbers, reach for those numbers. Because that's something that I personally didn't do when I was a, a young athlete in Memphis. I wasn't thinking about what's the 100-meter um, hurdle record in the hurdles for mm -hmm. state or what's the national record for the Junior Olympics. That's something that I should have done mm -hmm. because I feel like like you just know, you know who's the best. You know, like if I if I break this, that set me up to get more scholarships, mm -hmm. uh, more schools looking at me. Mm -hmm. I should like always like don't take a day for granted at practice. I know people say that all the time, but seriously, like don't take a day for granted. Like be the best that you can, especially mm -hmm. in Memphis. It's different than if you were in California or in okay. Texas when it's a lot more competitive. Literally try aim to be the best that you can be. Like where, wherever you're at, aim to be the best that you can be. Like just because you're a natural talent or you the fastest, like try to be the mm -hmm. best that ever came out of Most your city. Definitely. It's gonna set you up. Like it really will. Most of that was really cool. And what I'll say for athletes transitioning into the real world, mm -hmm. um, so a lot of people didn't tell me this. I didn't even know this until I my end of my junior year. Once you get to your senior year, that's where you start doing your capstones, you'll start mm -hmm. doing your practicums and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Take that seriously. Like when you get in that um, practicum experience, like wherever you're working at, take that seriously. Like be nice to the people that are um, your supervisors and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Like actually soak that information up and learn it and retain it. Don't just, oh, I need to know this because I'm work interning, interning here for right now. Like know what you're doing, apply what you're actually doing every day it work into the real world so when you take that experience to a real job like you remember you're like oh like I did this mm -hmm. like I did that on the computer oh I remember how to do that like don't just like let it pass you by don't be passive like actually take the information that you learn and mm -hmm. apply it so I say make sure you pay attention with your, with your capstones the work that you're actually putting into your final portfolios and projects like remember all the work that you did so it can carry on into your job mm -hmm. if that makes sense it makes perfect sense because some things I was being passive at and mm -hmm. then once I got to that real job I was like oh I forgot how to do that mm -hmm. like and I shouldn't be asking my boss or a co-worker like how do I do this like mm -hmm. like really suck that information in because you're gonna need it that's so, yeah that's so good I would say all of that plus always do what you love when you get out of like college. Don't feel pressured to don't feel pressured to be like, I need to find a job, I need to go to school. Like mm -hmm. take your time to figure out what you wanna do mm -hmm. and then do it. Like don't just jump into anything. Like me for example, I'm gonna give y'all a story. So <laughs> Me, for example, I went to school for health science, and then after like a couple years, I started, the, I knew in the back of my head, I just never mentioned it, I would be like, I, probably, I don't think I really just want to do anything with health science. We're like, I always knew, because growing up, I did STEM programs, I did math camp, science camp, a robotics competition, like I was always programmed to do like mm -hmm. health, anything in STEM, so continue with that, graduated with my, um, health science degree and I was going to try to become a doctor but then I was like I'll do nursing mm -hmm. so then I decided to do nursing when I already knew in the back of my head I probably should either take time to figure out what I wanted to do or I should just like go it like do what I actually want to do and at the time when I was graduating I was starting to plan for postal growth so um in the back of my head also I knew like I think I want to just pursue this instead of like going to school mm -hmm. so Still said, forget all that, and I started nursing school. <laughs> started nursing school, and then I got there, and I ended up not liking the school I was at, so I um, just took like some minor classes to finish out the semester, and then transferred to another school the next semester. And then while I was there, I'm just like, I like it's like 
I'm there, but it's, my mind couldn't even focus on being there because it was like I was so into Postal Girl organically. Like, I wasn't even just trying. Like, I was just very passionate about it, and this is what I wanted to do to a point where I was in class, and I'm like, I cannot, like, I can't do this no more. So then I withdrew from the semester and just had them, like, switch to me in August. We'll save that story for another day. If we're going to go back, we'll pick that back up in August, that story. But I say that to say, like, even now, not being in school and just pursuing what I want to mm-hmm. pursue, you like, it feels better. Mm-hmm. And you feel more at place with what you're doing. And you also progress and just excel more when you're doing what you yeah, love. Because then 100%. you do it 100%. Exactly. You, literally, you get 100% in doing what you love. So mm-hmm. do what you love. Okay. Okay. Just do what you love, honey. Mm-hmm. And even like if you're doing what you love and getting a job, get a job doing what you love. So do what you love, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all thought you just chop it. Get the cough out. I'm like, shut up, because I got a cough. <laughs> okay. She just tried to hold her cough real good. My eyes is popping out my head. I saw it. I'm like, is she okay? <laughs> so embarrassing. That is okay. funny. Okay. 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 You can but yeah. <laughs> just do what you love, okay? Just do what you love. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all, you know what time it is. So now we're going to give our special guest the magazine, issue one, and have her pick out her favorite page. Now, she already has the magazine, so we're going to see how fast it takes her. Okay, now, I know it's around the back. Oh, oh not this one. Too far back. <laughs> this is my favorite. This is my favorite. The Ignorant Postal Girl Quiz. Because, like, it really, re- can I hold it like this? That's mm-hmm. okay. It really reminded me, I remember when I was little, I think it was People Magazine, y'all, and mm-hmm. it'll have the little, like, who wore it better, mm-hmm. and it'll show, like, percentages of, like, basically who wore it better. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it just reminded me when I used to read the type of magazines back then, like, and I was like, oh, this is my favorite mm-hmm. part, because I get to interact with the magazine. So, of course, it's interactive, it was It Girl or Poster Girl. Y'all know I came out of Poster Girl every exactly. single time. Like, I'd be like, let me try to change it up a little bit. Okay. It was always a Poster Girl. Because that's what it is. Okay. Uh-huh. So, yeah, this is my favorite part. It's interactive. I get to interact with the magazine. Like, it's my favorite. Mm-hmm. We love the little activity. Love how she put that in there. You know, very pretty. Some interactive. Very pretty. Very on brand for the postal world. Very on brand. Love to stay on brand. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna have Key tell you how to say postal world because you know a lot of people can't say it, but I can. Okay. So let them know where I go. I'm on the postal world. Okay. Period. No other show. No other show, no other place, no other time, no other day. World. Okay, because what are we? Mm. Post the world. Okay. The post the world. Yeah. Know that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Better know it. Better know it. All right. Know that. Skitty got got. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right, y'all. That wraps up episode eight of the Post of the World. And we got a special announcement. Episode two comes to you on August, in August 2023. So stay tuned.